0: you want to get nuts?
1: Come
0: on! Let's get nuts. Hello, people. What's happening, guys? Dave the Film Junkie here. Ooh, that already popped up. thought I didn't have that set yet. But yes, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on August 23rd. Felt like the 24th today. Anybody else? Okay, just me? Anyways, um, nah, I think it was just because I don't know why I had 24 in my head, but anyways, guys, how's everybody doing? Am I, am I sounding okay? Am I sounding good? I think I'm sounding alright, so, uh, make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up button. Hey, make sure you subscribe. Um, hit the notification bell too. Do all of that, you know, to make sure you know when I'm doing this stuff. And uh, of course, got all the sock meds around me, the Patreon, trying to post as much on there too, and then everything right there. All right. Who's out there? How we doing today? Evening there, Mr. Ryan, what's going on? Gavin Fitzgerald. Footage gone forever? I don't know if it's gone forever, but it's kind of gone from them, that's for sure. Mr. Milana, how you doing, Steph? Hello there. How you doing? Always good to see you. Jesse, what is up? How's it going for your Jason? Hey, hey, Northman. How you doing? What do we got here? The two directors were given $80 million. <sighs> okay. That's a lot right there. But uh, thank you for joining MSGT. Oh, how's it going there? Selena Kyle. What is up? Jose. It's Taco Tuesday. You eating some tacos? You got some Taco Bell coming your way? Uh, let's see. Oh, hello, darling. I still got to watch the original Orphan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slept on that one, but I've always heard good things about it, so yeah, gotta check that out. That's for sure. Who else we got here? What's going on? Anybody up oh, there? Is Rosemary? Good to see ya, Carrie. What's happening? It's Taco Tuesday. It definitely is. What's going on there, Jade? Good to see you as well. All right, we got Sam right here. Thank you, sir. I know I was like a little like, hey, what the hell, man? But hey. Sam actually was like, hey, no, 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 here's a video to, like, help out with some, uh, and I adjusted some of my audio uh, stuff right there. So, yeah, hopefully it sounds good. All right, ACS, what is happening, sir? There's Mr. Anthony. Always like talking to you. What? Okay. What's going on? And then we got Captain Gator Girl here, of course. Miss Nikki, how you doing? And we got Rock L. What is going on? Rock on. So that's why I was going to cancel me next. That's what's going to happen got to cancel. I know, it's like what what's what what's going to happen, but at least today, at least today, ah, oh, th- just an excuse for me to feel myself, but yes. Yes, today at least we got we got some assur- assurance that this is going to continue. So, we're going to be talking about that, of course. But uh, anybody else? I think we're Hey, Zed's here too. What is happening? Saying hi to everybody. Always good to see ya. All right. But yes, we'll be talking about that. But first, we're gonna be talking about stuff with the Batgirl, and uh, just quite interesting because, of course, the two directors are uh, talking about. Uh, they're talking about Batgirl, and um, you know. I don't know. Just it's such a weird, such a weird situation when it comes to that. But uh, we're going to talk about how, yeah. Apparently, Warner Brothers D- Discovery was like, "Hey, we're not going to have another Snyder cut situation. And that's for sure." But yes, we're going to talk about Matt Reeves and the Batman, and then we're going to talk about, hey, Zack Snyder. We're going to talk about him a little bit because uh, there's a new video that features him, which would be good. And then we got Matt Damon for you know that lovely fourth um, topic that usually is. Doesn't really coincide with the rest of the topics. But, yeah, he actually had a controversial, a controversial take on movies. Eh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So we'll see what happens, see what you guys feel about that. But, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, thank you guys for, uh, for joining in. Thank you for doing all that stuff. Make sure you, you know, do all this stuff. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be playing with that a lot because I have a new little graphic right there. I thought it was really cool. I like the sound effects. So... You start seeing that right there. Yeah, I'm going to sell, uh, you know, I could, I would sell myself. Hey, if Zaslav wants to hire me, if he wants to hire me for, uh, you know, to help con- console like, you know, to help with what's going on, I'll be there. I know there's like, uh, I know people think he's like uh, Lex Luthor or even worse than Lex Luthor, but I don't know. Like, it's just like, yeah, some of the things have hurt, but then you kind of go... Yeah, but you almost got to blame—you got you, you to blame the past regimes a little bit, too, there, guys. Remember. Remember that. It's not just him. It's the past regimes that f- freaking dropped the ball, man. So that's way you got to look at it, too. It's like the past regime was not doing good in uh, the money. The money, the money, the money. It's always the money. The money. I mean, I know we all wish that it wasn't the case, but that's just the case with everything. All right, guys, let's go ahead and go to the tweets. Alright, here we go. Who got Top Gun Maverick on digital today? It is out officially. Yes. So today it would have been officially when I shaved the mustache, the goose stache, rooster stash, whatever. It was the penya stash. It just turned into a whole other beast uh on my face. But um yeah, that officially came out today, so you can actually own Top Gun Maverick on digital. Um, I wish I would have watched it again though in IMAX. Like I'm full on IMAX. I, I missed the ball. I dropped the ball on that one. I saw it on a big screen, but it wasn't quite IMAX. But yeah, that was uh, that happened today too. Of course, we'll talk about that uh, on this day uh, in 1985, Teen Wolf was released. That's right. Love this movie. It used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, Teen Wolf scared me as a kid. The whole trans transformation into a wolf thing scared me as a kid. Okay, it really did. It just scared me. Hey, we got Enosh in here? What's going on? What? Right. What's it going, Enosh? Good to see you, bud. Um, but yeah, this uh, Teen Wolf and Michael Jackson's Thriller video scared the shit out of me. There was something about werewolf, werewolves that I just was not all about when I was a kid. It's laughable now, but yes. That's uh, what's going on. Hey, Matson Tomlin right there. Yes. And then happy birthday. You know, raise your uh, glasses if you got them. Put something in the air right there. But, yes, Kobe Bryant, it would have been his birthday today. May he rest in peace still. Gone too soon. Should not have uh, gone, to be honest. Sad. But, yes, happy birthday to Mr. Uh, Kobe Bryant, the goat. He's a goat. Big-time goat. And look at this. Okay, so we talked about this before. Um, we saw like our I think it's not the first time we've seen Chris Hemsworth on the set of Mad Max Furiosa But apparently yeah, there's more uh, images of him from the uh, the uh from from here right here So look at that. Look at that. I mean, he's got a rockin beard happening right here He's got a definite beard. So the the time that we saw him before it didn't look like the beard was that shaggy we were kind of wondering if that was even him, but I think uh, it definitely was but man he is rocking he is rocking a big, huge beard and some long hair right there, of course. So we got that, and then we got some more right here as well. Uh, so there you go. He's got the vest, the open vest right there, and just walking around. And then we got some more stuff when it comes to the set of Mad Max Furiosa. That teaser trailer is going to blow up the Internet, I feel. I feel. And then don't forget that George Miller has a movie coming out that's, well, already kind of out, I guess you could say, but I'm going to see it this week. 3,000 Years of Longing, so can't wait for that. Oops. All right, so there you go. So some more Chris Hemsworth right here. And uh, yeah, so there you go. That's what he's looking like. The beard is definitely strong when it comes to the character that he is playing. And then uh, they uh, re released the first trailer for Avatar because obviously they're going to be releasing it in theaters on September 23rd. So you can get like a 4K high dynamic range, you know, freaking trailer from uh, 2000. What was it? Seven, eight? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go see that in the theaters again, but uh, maybe. I don't know. If I'm feeling. If the mood strikes me right, I might go see it again. Who knows? Who knows? We got some Rebel Moon updates, which you know, not too many updates, not any updates that we uh, that we know about, of course. So, Um, so it's all good. Let's see. Okay, just making sure. Uh oh, hold on. Family group text. So that means this thing's probably going to go off like crazy. So let me go ahead and turn off my phone. There we go. Okay. And then Halloween Ends will be available in theaters and on Peacock the same day on august 14th now to me this sounds this this sounds like maybe they're not as confident i don't know i mean i'm not saying i mean I, i'm sure uh, halloween what is it halloween kills the last one did some good box office for sure. It 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 probably did okay, but it probably didn't get the well-received reception as the first one of this new trilogy did. I thought it was I thought it was horrible. I didn't think it was that great at all. Like it was very forgettable and very annoying at many times, and uh, just felt like they didn't utilize Jamie Lee Curtis a lot. But um, hopefully, when it comes to Halloween Ends, it's uh it's gonna at least it'll be better than Halloween Kills, right? And uh, but yes, apparently it's gonna be on the same day, so you don't have to even Go to the movie theater if you don't want to. You can actually watch it on Peacock. I think I'm still going to watch it in the movie theater because that's how I like to watch movies. So I'll still be watching it in the movie theaters. I don't know if you guys are going to do that. Hopefully you do. Uh, did I say? Did I say? Uh, did I say another month? October fourteenth. Did I say September or something like that? Thank you. But uh, yeah, the last one was just uh, not that great. Not that great. But yes, October fourteenth. October. That's my birth month. What am I even like? God, I can't believe I said that wrong. But yeah, and then <laughs> I mean, what is happening in this poster? I mean, it's it's fine, but I mean, it's it's weird. I don't know. This poster's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> it just looks like I don't know. It's like uh, you know. It looks like the. It looks like they're uh, like a country duet. And this is like their album cover or something like that. I don't know. It's just a little weird to me. you got like Michael Myers holding his knife and then looking back at her. Like, you know, it's just, it's very, this is an odd poster to me. I don't know. I just think that uh, there's some fan-made posters out there that are way better than this. Way better than this. So, yeah, just a little weird to me. I don't know. The album cover. Uh, Yeah, Michael and Lori. Country uh, Duo Phenomenon, right there. Uh, Their hit, uh, You Butchered Me on Trick or Treat Night. Yeah, that's what it was called. Anyways, weird. Just very strange to me. I just don't know what's going on with that. But hey, still going to watch it because I'm a sucker for movies. See, now this. Let's go back to this, okay? Let's go back to when we had big, huge billboard posters with flickering lights like you're in goddamn Las Vegas. Have something like this. You know, let's bring back... I mean, obviously now you have, like, billboards that are all, like, 3D and shit and wrap around a building. Sure. But, hey, let's go old school. I want I want somebody to do, like, an old school kind of, like, something like this, like they did with Psycho right here, you know? Bring it back to that. Light up the sky. I like that. It's pretty cool. This is also pretty cool, too. Any Bill Burr fans, apparently he, um... He, uh, he did a performance at Fenway Park, and we all, you know, if you're a Bill Burr fan, you know that he is a uh, diehard Red Sox fan, and apparently, yeah, he had a performance at Sold Out, as you could tell, Jesus Christ. I just watched his special, uh, his new special on Netflix, which was actually a- absolutely fantastic um, a couple weekends ago, but yeah, he sold out, Fenway Park, look at that shot right there. Living the dream, look at that, Sold Out, my God. It's amazing. It's amazing when one person, one comedian can sell out (laughs) an entire baseball park when the team can't even do that. But, uh, yeah, so pretty cool stuff right there. That'd be a pretty uh, interesting way to see. That'd be really awesome to see Bulber right there. But that is just so cool right there. Fucking legend. Legend. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Floating heads. Everywhere. You get a floating head and you get a floating head. I made fun of this yesterday with the Spider-Man No Way Home poster. Ah. Now we got the Cobra Kai Season 5 poster. And again, it's just really not that. There's just no originality anymore with these posters. It's just like, hey, you have a background, you have your title down below, and then you just have everybody and you just position them. And you make this person, yeah, you scale that up, you scale him down, you do all It's like, my God more floating heads. I mean, I'm very much looking forward to Cobra Kai season five. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just kind of going like, why? Why is this the standard poster now? Why is this the standard poster? It doesn't need to be, but it is apparently. It's just very like, come on now. But hey, there you go. Cobra Kai season five, September 9th. Can't wait. But man, can you do better with the poster? Can you do better with the poster? Well, I don't know. What can you do? Hey, look at Jupiter. Jupiter. Jupiter is looking pretty sexy right here. You know? I don't know. Jupiter got some uh, different color scheme going on. You know? The little storm right there. Not looking as red. It looks like maybe the storm is more calm now. It's got a little bluish in it. Maybe it's a little colder storm. I don't know. But yeah. Apparently, this is Jupiter. Jupiter um and uh, nasa just released this this is a new image of jupiter from the james webb telescope yeah and as you can see there's some rings around it i i don't know it looks pretty awesome right there i mean it would be cool to get like a lava lamp type thing that kind of looks like this i don't know but it's just kind of amazing that these these new telescopes are just going like, oh, by the way, remember how it used to look? Well, it looks kind of different right now, because I remember Jupiter being like really orange, really orange. You know, it was like Donald Trump's fucking face like out there. And uh, and then, it, of course, the storm was like red, you know, like it had like a really bad herpes store, like sore, like right there or something like that. But yeah, but it, it looks just kind of cool with the blue and everything. I don't know. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. You know what else is pretty sweet? Apparently, there's going to be a Killer Clowns from Outer Space game right here that I'm excited for. This is cool. There's also the Gotham Knights uh, trailer that showed up today. I didn't retweet it, but, you know, thought that was pretty cool, too. But I was really excited for this right here. I mean, come on. Any Killer Clowns fans out there, I cannot believe it. Yes. The game. Bring it back. I can't. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know about you guys. Jeez. Love me some killer clowns from outer space. Love it. Uh, and then apparently to uh, King Kong, not only are we going to get a Godzilla vs. Kong part due, and God knows how many other King Kong um, iterations we're going to get, but Disney Plus is going to have their very own iteration of King Kong. That's right. An Iconic Monster is headed to Disney Plus. Disney... Branded television is in early development on King Kong, a series for Disney Plus tracking the original story of the famous ape. Deals have just closed for the project from James Wan's Atomic Monster. So good on James Wan, but yes, we're going to get some King Kong on Disney Plus. Uh, Cool. Um, It should be Prince Kong, right? I don't know if he's exactly graduated to King yet, but hey whatever that's just semantics uh john boyega says he won't return to star wars franchise now if you actually read like within the uh the article i mean it's a it's a weird it's a obviously variety knew what they were doing by just like posting like an like say i mean i think there he'd be very much open to do like another one and it was kind of like when they're asking him questions and then they kind of threw in the whole question of returning to the star wars franchise but he just was like i'm good Kind of good right now, and I don't blame them, because they, they, they really fucked up Finn's character, man. Finn was like, it, it looked like Finn was going to be like uh, more pivotal to the story, and even be Force-sensitive. And I think that was the original idea, but then it just kind of got jacked up. I don't know. We'll talk about that, of course, but yeah. And then check this out, man. Jesus Christ. Thor, Thor showing up to Mexico right now? My God. This is a shot in Mexico of an electric storm just going Freaking crazy! God, imagine seeing that in the sky. That is insane. That is insane. Yeah, this is in uh, a Cazume, Cazumel, Mexico, right there. Mega electric storm near Cazumel. Cazumel, Mexico. Hey, Mr. Milana, thank you for being a member for sixteen months. Wow, we've been uh, at this for a while now. Sweet, right? But yeah, that looks pretty cool. That looks pretty cool. I was like, damn. Please. Whoa! Ah, too much stuff. Make sure you subscribe. That's right. Up, 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 up. Relax, relax, relax. We're okay, we're okay. But yeah, you know, make sure you subscribe and everything like that. Hey, we got Nicotina right here. Is that what I saw? Andre, you here too? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Alright, let's talk about the main topic, which of course is uh, Batgirl and uh, Man. So this is very interesting right here. Well, I mean, it has to do with this guy a little bit, I guess you could say, but we'll, we'll get rid of him right there. But yes, Batgirl, um, man. So a lot of people are kind of wondering, like, you know, will we ever see any footage from Batgirl? Is there anything that's going to be released? Are the two directors going to go a little bit rogue like Mr. Zack Snyder did? Take a page out of Zack Snyder's book and be like, hey, what if we just start, you know, doing some kind of stuff? Well, apparently No. Apparently, they now just do not have any footage. Yes, that's what's going on. But uh, yeah, they were just recently interviewed uh, for a French, a French entertainment site. So uh, I'm not going to actually show the video because, you know, it's it's in French. There's subtitles and everything like that. But I'm just going to go to uh, this article right here from the direct. So, yeah, Batgirl director tried to salvage canceled movie with his smartphone. So this is what it says right here. Uh, Yeah. But what are the chances that any footage from the project might make it out of the general public? Out to the general public. An interview translated from French from script on TikTok. Balafalal, one of the directors for the recently canceled Batgirl movie, revealed that his fellow director, uh, Adil el Arib. Reby, if I'm saying his name right, you know, I'm, I'm probably not, tried to get him to salvage some of the footage on his phone. Sadly, when Falal Falah, went on the server, everything was gone, including all of the scenes with Michael Keaton. So it says right here, no, we have nothing. Adil called and told me, go ahead, shoot everything on your phone. I went on the server, everything was gone. We were like, fucking shit. We did not even keep the scenes with Batman in it. And then it continues as the guys from Warner Brothers told us it was not a talent problem on our part or the actress, Leslie Grace, or even the quality of the movie. We were right in a middle in the middle of editing. There was a lot of work to get done. So it was not like the movie was finished. Warner Brothers told us the cancellation was a strategic change, a shifting management so they could save some bucks. So they also mentioned that. But yes. It just yeah, seems like, like it just seems like God damn! It, I gotta turn that off. <laughs> it just seems like uh, yeah, they got to. Um, uh, when it comes to Warner Brothers, so what's interesting about this too, and why this, you know, when it comes to why I'm associating this with the Snyder Cut thing, because I mean. We 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 heard about this little story, and even Stephen Mister Stephen Colbert posted this yesterday when all this was coming out. And he posted a little uh, a little uh, I think from probably from an article uh, from way back when. But it, the, this little uh, caption right here, when it comes to Zack Snyder and what he was doing when it came to his movie, it says right here around this time sources say Snyder sent one of his editors to the studio to retrieve hard drives that contained materials for Justice League. Snyder was asked to return them considering they were studio property. He balked. Snyder says he was contractually entitled to files connected with the film that the materials were for personal use and that he was not asked to return them at the time. Security was notified, sources say, but no action was taken no one expected snyder to begin tinkering with an alternate cut of the film so that's why there's an association here because you better believe that it's like the fact that they just like when it came to the cancellation of batgirl they were like oh we could just wipe whatever they have, whatever shared drive, whatever the hell, they probably, they might even like hire hackers now. They probably didn't go that far, but still, they probably, there was probably like a shared drive that uh, you know, every company has. You always have like a main server for that company and they were probably like, anything that was saved on there, they just moved it out. Did they delete it? I don't think so. Obviously, there's probably still going to be footage somewhere, but then again, maybe they did delete it. I don't know. But they definitely did not want another Snyder Cut situation when it came to this, because obviously when it comes to the tax write-off that as soon as that goes through you can't there's no there's no way to even see the movie nothing which is you know kind of sad because i would still like to see it and i was kind of hoping that maybe there would be like this big huge push online but i don't think the push is as strong as as you know obviously previous pushes for campaigns but, uh, yeah, I was just kind of, like, hoping that maybe we would still be able to see it. But I don't know. It doesn't look like that's going to be the case. But, yeah, I mean, the first thing they should have did, when, <laughs> but then again, I don't think they were even, like, shooting because they were at a wedding in, like, Morocco or something like that. But, yeah, they went to the server, and it was all gone because, yeah, they definitely were like, we cannot have another Snyder Cut situation. So, it makes sense. It does make sense. But, man, I tell you what, when. Yeah, they just totally just went whoop, just totally wiped it out and made sure that nobody is going to see any of this right here. Nobody. So, yeah, that's what sucks. But, yeah, what could he do? Uh, But, yeah, there's just a bunch of, uh, yeah, bunch of mixed reviews, all this stuff. Obviously, we could talk about all that like you guys are talking about right now. Um, But uh, again, you know, again, just be careful when you're if you're celebrating this or laughing at this. Kind of makes you look like a hypocrite if you're campaigning for other movies that were changed or not to come out. Just don't do that, okay? Looking at you, Jesse. Relax. You know, because I know, uh, you know, there's something when it comes to the air cut, obviously, that was posted on a certain Twitter handle that I want to probably talk about tomorrow. I said I was going to talk about it today, but I was like, all right, I'm going to talk about this today. But, of course, there's some air cut stuff that came out there, too. But, you know, don't don't be one of those that's like, yeah, yeah, fuck that movie. But, hey, can you release this movie? It's like, don't you can't do that. Just can't. You know, and we're talking about uh, when we're talking about. Uh, the creative freedom and having these, uh, these directors actually get their stuff out there I mean that's the thing is like no matter what you know now we're like probably never ever except for any kind of behind the scenes images from Batgirl that's probably all we're going to see you know we're not going to see any footage we're not going to see anything like that this thing's probably just going to get wiped out of existence uh, for all you know and so we don't get to see any of it so yeah got to remember. Uh, just can't really think like that so okay <clears throat> you support how you support back girl, but lucky Ayer got the personal copy. Said, yeah, I know. I know. Well, I'm wondering that too. I'm kind of wondering that too, like when it comes to Ayer's story. So, if we ever get more of that, if we ever get more of that i kind of wondering that story when it comes to David Ayer and uh, how did he, like, did he, was he just, like, smart about it? Did he just automatically was like, all right, I got to make sure, got to make sure that I have my copy of this because God knows what's going to happen. So that's going to be interesting to see with that. Thank you for the $2 Super Chat Top 10 Den. Biggest waste of film since my wedding photos. Okay. Interesting. I love it when people go like, the biggest waste, are you talking about Batgirl was the biggest waste of film since that? I mean, I could think of so many other movies that were probably a bigger waste of film, but okay, we want to get hyperbolic, it's fine, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ugh. I love it when people exaggerate, worst thing ever, I'm like, how do you know, how do you know, I'm not saying that this movie was going to like, totally be like, holy shit, but man, I don't know about that, but anyways. Haircut uh, involves a r- the real movie and not the the W fallout. But yeah, so there you go. So me after uh, I get oh that's right you're getting married Jacob congratulations yeah I could uh, but uh anyways so thank you for the uh, say, thank you for the two dollar super chat. Batgirl was a corporate film not artistically driven I don't know about that. See that's the thing it's like maybe the inception of it and trying to fit it somewhere. Was the idea of like, hey, let's do that, but at the same time, I can't, I can't imagine that the directors were just like, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do, huh? Now, I think they were gonna put their flavor into it. They probably delve deeply into uh, the Batgirl mythology, the mythos. You know, that's the thing. It's like no matter what, even like when it comes to some Marvel stuff that obviously was like a court, you know. But at the same time, you got, you still have a lot of people that worked a long hours to try to at least achieve something that was good. That's the thing. It's like us as fans sitting behind our keyboards can just say all this kind of stuff. But, you know, these people were on their feet like 16 hours a day trying to achieve at least something when it came to the Batgirl movie. And then, of course, those two were even saying like it wasn't anything about the quality, but it's just, again, blame Walter fucking Hamada. Okay, Hamada had nada because His whole plan, I guess, was to just be like, all right, we're going to have this multiverse concept. We're going to have Michael Keaton come back, and then he's going to be, you know, kind of like the acting Batman because we're going to crisscross multiverses and blah, 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 and then, you know, he's going to be Batman and Batgirl. That's the main thing is the fact of the matter is that old regime was trying to fit it nice and snugly in between like like uh, The Flash and Aquaman. He was trying to do that right there, and it fucked them. It fucked them. Because, honestly, if, if the movie just didn't have that aspect, and it actually did have Ben Affleck as, Bat- as the Batman in here, it probably would be fine and still be getting released. But the fact of the matter is the biggest thing was that Michael Keaton aspect to Batgirl because it wouldn't make sense. It just would not make sense unless you saw The Flash, which was just, again, um, Walter Hamada had not. I meant scrape, uh, I meant scraping the movie uh, was a waste of. Oh, okay, there you go. That's what you meant. I thought you were talking about like it was a waste to like shoot the movie. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying, Dan. But uh, I know, I know. Well, I mean, they probably shot it digitally, so it's whatever. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Zaslav was like, "Hey, we're not having another uh, Snyder cut situation." So, and uh, yeah, exactly what you said, Roger, right there. What you said. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. That old regime. That old regime's more to blame, I would say, than the new regime. That's the thing. A lot of people, the people that are really hating and thinking that Zaslov is like the worst person in the world, I'm like, yeah, partly, I mean, partly he's cleaning up the mess. He's cleaning up the mess, the past regime, man. Just gotta think about that. Okay. But hey! <sighs> Thank God! Jay's. We were all fearing this, and I was even saying it because I was even hearing that not even Matt Reeves was safe. Not even Matt Reeves and his bat universe was safe. But thankfully, we're all good here. And now we will still have Matt Reeves' bat verse that he's building up with shows and movies and everything. Who knows how long he's going to go. Thank you, fantastic. Oh, man. Thank God. I was worried a lot of us were worried but but here we go this was like the big news today was the fact that the Batman director Matt Reeves sets multi-year first look film deal at Warner Brothers and re-ups with Warner Brothers television yeah he was also part of the uh, the Cape Crusader uh, animated show but that was mainly JJ and uh, Bruce Tim's baby so. Uh, Warner Brothers is going all in on the Batman director Matt Reeves as his uh, sixth in Idaho production company. He has become the first filmmaker given an overall first look film deal. That is crucial. The fact that he's got the first look deal that is good. That means they are trusting. Matt Reeves. They are trusting Matt Reeves. Since Warner Brothers uh, Pictures uh, Co-Group co-chairs, CEOs Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi were hired by Warner Brothers Discovery Chief David Zaslav to steer the film division. In addition, Reeves has re-upped with the Warner Brothers Television Group and chairman Channing Dungy uh, where he is also working on the Batman spin off series, The Penguin, with Colin Farrell. Reeves and Sixth in Idaho had a first look deal at Netflix. Reeves is spending so much time on film and TV projects relating to the Batman franchise that it made perfect sense for him to call Warner Brothers home with a multi year first look. DeLuca and Abdi hope to see him grow into the kind of cornerstone filmmaker that Todd Phillips has been with the Hangover and Joker franchises and what Clint Eastwood has been forever to the studio. But remember when uh they talk man, remember the whole uh Clint Eastwood thing about Zaslov? Remember that? Uh, Making the legendary studio my home is uh, is a dream, said Reeves in a statement. I am so excited to be working with Mike, Pam, and Channing and our teams to bring captivating stories I am truly passionate about to the big and small screen. So he is all in right there, man. So congratulations to Matt Reeves. We are getting the Matt Reeves-verse. We're still going to have it. still going to be around. I don't know if it's going to have any kind of connection to everything else. But again, and I was even talking about this with somebody today because it's just like, my God, it's okay. We can have it all, guys. We can have it all. Okay, You're not a fan of the Batman? Guess what? You're still going to have some Batman over here. Okay, Ben Affleck is not done yet. And God knows how much he's, uh, he's going to have left and where they're going to steer the ship when it comes to that. There's definitely going to be two different versions of Batman, which is... That's something different. You don't see that happening over at Marvel Studios, right? There's not two different Well, I mean, there's kind of like when it came to No Way Home, there was three different versions of Spider-Man, but you know, that's a whole little concept right there. But the fact that Matt Reeves is gonna have like his Else Worlds, and then you have Todd Phillips and the Joker, Else Worlds. They are really gonna be leaning into What the comic books actually do when you walk into a comic book shop, you have your choice of seeing all these different different versions, especially when you go to the Batman section. Yeah. So you got that over here and then you'll have your main your main your Earth Prime version over here. And, uh, you know, I was spewing about it last night. I mean, the smart thing to do if they can get Ben Affleck and they could get Henry Cavill just announce a world's finest movie billion dollars, right there the hype internet would explode all that stuff but at the same time we can have this young batman over here different time different universe different everything its own thing that he's building right there and uh i hope hopefully they don't make him have to start touching some of the other superheroes you know hopefully that's not going to be the case because there's always I mean, I'm sure that's always been on the that's been on the board where it's like, oh, yeah. Can you imagine having a Superman and Matt Reeves bat first? What about an Aquaman? What about a Wonder Woman? I mean, we saw the costumes. Remember, we saw the costumes and the behind the scenes images. And uh, I mean, to be honest, I'm just kind of curious to like, you know, how Matt Reeves would actually even approach all that. You know, with his universe, because, again, it's like he's trying to make Batman, he's trying to inject realism into Batman's world, as opposed to what Nolan did was putting Batman in the real world. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of people, of course, were talking about, hey, is it going to be Mr. Freeze that's going to be the main, uh, the main villain? And then I love it, too, when, like, certain websites are like, oh, yeah, Batman 2 is going to have multiple villains. Yeah, you fucking think? The first one had multiple villains. Come on. Really? Good job. Exclusive? You want to say that? Just yell it out. It's going to have multiple villains. No shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we know. That's what's good. That's what's great. Matt Reeves said, hold my beer. I'm going to have the top tier rogues gallery in my first goddamn movie. Joker, Catwoman, Riddler, and the Penguin right there in the first movie. What say you? But yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, Mr. Freeze? Court of Owls? I think he's going to go to Court of Owls route for sure quarter vowels are going to play definitely going to play a part in the uh the second batman movie which will be exciting now zach snyder zach snyder all right there's a new video that the uh the red camera company actually posted earlier today it was actually a live stream and i was like oh this is cool i like it but uh and it's, it features of course the man himself i mean it's it's uh it's showing the uh the new camera the V Raptor XL which of course Zach has even uh teased but here's the video right here if you guys haven't seen it yet it is pretty cool it's a sexy little camera but yeah right here look at that thing 8k it's a big box yeah, take it, take it. turn that down just in case it's copyrighted music but yeah of course they show them like setting it up doing some testing right there see what it looks like not sure if that's like really anything but yeah and then of course uh we get to uh we get to the man himself coming up there he is there's the man right there just excited to play with a new toy we know he loves his cameras we know he loves his cameras um, yeah, the last appearance on the vodka stream, he was, like, talking about lenses and everything like that and brought out some crazy lenses, if you haven't watched that yet. But, yeah, that's a sexy little thing. V Raptor XL. Talk about it, Zach. Hey, you guys are watching this for the XL? I got it first. He got it first. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. So, yeah, there's that, and then there was, like, uh, they. sh... Show it shooting right here. Right now is we're very much a studio mode movie. And yeah, shooting Raptors right now, love this sensor. It's amazing. Really with this sort of entering the fray, there's no holes left. This is like a really incredible studio camera. That is insane. Camera has a variable ND and we are wide open all the time. Wide open. Constant ND shuffle. Especially the one thing is we shoot a lot of like end of the day, super low light. This would be an amazing, an amazing benefit to our production methodology. So excited, really excited to put this to use. There you go. He's excited. And so are we. We are excited, too. And then to just, uh, you know, to add a little bit to the whole Rebel Moon thing when it comes to uh, Zack Snyder. um, Oops, hold on a sec. Let me uh, let me do that. Got that up there. Let me make sure I got it right there. OK, there we go. This is, uh, this is a video of Jenna Malone. Obviously, she's going to be in Rebel Moon. And then uh, here we go right here, where it goes to uh, her being interviewed. And this is what she has to say about working on Rebel Moon and Zack Snyder. So I don't know how much you're allowed to share about it, but I know you're working with Zack again on a new film. What has that been like in terms of of accessing yourself physically and then reuniting with someone who you had such a great experience with?
1: Um, I mean, I love working with Zach. I love getting that phone call where he's like, I got a little something I want to do. And I'm like, oh, yes. Um, And... It's great. I mean, you know, coming out of this pandemic and I'm now working out again and getting back into that sort of training mentality and it's amazing because we've all been in moderate forms of survival mode and um, it's nice to get back into a healthy, empowered, like, you know, body understanding. Um, It's an amazing cast and I get to do something I've never done before, which is really, really, really exciting. So... We'll
0: see. Gets to do something she's never done before. Hmm. Zack Snyder shooting a porn? No, no. Uh, I, I'm thinking prosthetics. Uh, something like that. She's probably gonna have something on because I'm not. I'm trying to remember if like she's ever been in a movie where she's actually worn, you know, makeup like big time where she's like a not not human. That's what I'm guessing. Um, I'm. That's probably what it is, right? I think it's uh it's probably got to have something to do with that that she's transformed that she's going to be some kind of alien creature in this world that uh that uh Zack snyder is building right there so i don't know i don't know what it is but it sounds it sounds pretty cool it sounds pretty cool is she the girl with the uh the homes the horns she could be i'm wondering about that yeah it could be that is interesting yeah but that's the when i when i first watched that video when she said that i've doing something i never done before i'm like all right so she's definitely doing something where she's wearing something she's not human she's definitely not going to be human in this uh or humanoid in this uh movie so that's cool and you got to love it too that's what we love like that when i love it when directors you know work with the same similar people and then of course you know again just another actor praising zach snyder seems like that's a common thing right and he's like a little kid in a toy store with that camera which i, I don't blame him it's a fucking sexy camera seems heavy and then matt damon so Uh, This was floating around today. You know, I was just kind of like, all right, I'll talk about this because, you know, a little bit of a slow news day. I mean, the biggest thing, of course, was the Matt Reeves thing. But Matt Damon apparently was on uh, Hot Ones recently, you know, um, where... uh where uh, he was, uh, of course, doing the Hot Wing Challenge and everything. And uh, he had an issue, like, what I really like about, is it Hot Ones, right? It's Hot Ones? Yeah. Where, um, what's his name, the, uh, the 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 host, he asked pretty good questions. And he asked Matt Damon this question right here. And uh, I just was like, I saw a lot of people not, not really happy about it. But it was, uh, I thought it was actually... Okay, but what do you guys think? So I think a scenario lots of viewers can relate to is is sitting on the couch on a Friday night, going through the streaming services, cycling through the movies and and thinking to themselves, they're not making movies for me anymore. As somebody who's been intimately involved in movie making for 30 years, what are the macro Hollywood
1: conditions behind that sentiment? Well, so what happened was um, the DVD was a huge part of our business, of our revenue stream. And technology has just made that uh obsolete and so the movies that that we used to make you could afford to not make all of your money when it played in the theater because you knew you had the dvd coming behind the release and six months later you'd get all you know a whole nother chunk it would be like reopening the movie almost and when that went away that changed the type of movies that we could make I did this movie, Behind the Candelabra, and I talked to a studio executive who explained it was a $25 million movie. I would have to put that much into print and advertising, right, to to market it, um, what we call P&A. So I'd have to put that in P&A. So now I'm in $50 million. $50 million. I have to split everything I get with the exhibitor, right, the people who own the movie theaters. So I would have to make $100 million before I got into profit and, and... The idea of making $100 million on a story about, like, this love affair between these two people. Yeah, I love everyone in the movie, but I, it's a, that's a, that's suddenly a massive gamble in a way that it wasn't in the 1990s when they were making all those kind of movies, the kind of movies that I loved and and the kind of movies that were my bread and butter.
0: His bread and butter. He's got a point. He's definitely got a point. It, oops. Oh, I didn't even have that up. Oops. I <laughs> thought I had the freaking video up. My bad um but anyways so yeah uh damon is up there in the top five favorite actors yeah as he should be he's a he's a good actor but anyways sorry i didn't share the screen you know you get it you heard the the audio but anyways that's showbiz that is exactly showbiz right there yeah that was a video that was a video yeah my bad but, you know, you get it. You heard it. It's nothing. You're just going to see Matt sweating because he was eating hot wings. But anyways, what he said right there, I mean, it's funny, too, because there, we, there's always that Ben Affleck video that, that that gets passed around where he talks about the where everything's going or leading to, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, they, them two... They were like in the thick of it. They were big in the 90s. They like made their names in the 90s. And then all of a sudden, it's just like you see which way, you know, Ben Affleck talked about where things are going. And he's even talked about it even recently, too, where it's just like now you can't really make uh, you can't make certain movies where you, you can be like, hey, maybe it'll make an impact on the box office. You just can't really do that anymore. And what Matt Damon was saying right here was the fact that it's like he was kind of breaking it down. It is kind of crazy that a $25 million movie Needed $100 million just to get a profit. I'm kind of wondering if he was like embellishing about that because we always know the rule about the box office is you'd have to the box office needs to be 2.5 to 3 times as much as the production budget. But then again, we never know fully what the production budget is. So I guess I mean, if it was that I mean, I guess that's pretty much it, right? I mean, yeah, that's about two million. Yeah, doing my math right. I'm not good at math, but yes, I guess I would say that's pretty much right. But it's just amazing, like how much just for a twenty five million dollar movie, how much you got to put into it just after post production. And nowadays it's like, okay, if that's not going to hit a certain amount with the box office. Do we have enough when it comes to like now physical media? I mean, there's still plenty of people out there that'll buy physical media. And there's actually something I might talk about tomorrow on tomorrow's show about a certain uh, a certain Blu-ray that came out last year and uh, seeing how many uh, units that moved, which, you know, that's always going to be there. But yes it's not going to be there as much. I mean, I remember going into, like, your Best Buy's Circuit City, which is not even around anymore, or any kind of video store, and just seeing all the DVDs, all, you know, and then, of course, it led into Blu-rays and all that stuff. And now, you know, it just doesn't seem, it's not as strong. I mean, yes, buy physical media, do yourself a favor, do that. It's always better. Everything's always better when it comes to having physical media. But, but yeah, I saw people just kind of, like, kind of, shit on this today and i'm like all right well he's just kind of talking about the basics of how things are right now and the fact of the matter is is like now you have your netflixes and you have your hulus and everything that are just trying to turn out as much content as possible especially netflix and that got him in trouble that's the thing and that's something that of course hbo max is trying not to do is to get in too much trouble but yeah so i don't i don't yeah sam goody that's right yeah i used to go to sam goody Yeah, i used to have a big huge uh dvd section man i tell you but i don't i don't think that was very controversial i thought that was like all right yeah i mean the the business is uh is crazy the movie business is absolutely crazy when it comes to all that so and uh it's just amazing how much it actually costs to just get something out there so yeah so when these movies do make a shit ton of money it's like all right Uh, It's just amazing how much of a chunk goes to like distributors and exhibitors and everything like that. Just the money just going all over the place. All over the place. But that's not really controversial. Okay. I think that was uh, nicely put. But yeah, some people were just not happy about it. It's mainly the people that are still not all about going to the movies yet. They're still like, nope, not going to go to the movies unless I really, really want to, and then they show up in a hazmat suit. Anyways, okay, so there you go. That's all the topics right there. Let's get to some uh, Twitter questions. See what you guys have to say over here on Twitter. Let me make sure everything's, uh, you know, PG-13. We're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Okay, we're good. All right, here we go. See what you guys have to say right here. Tet Zed. Hey Dave, wondering if you heard about the indie film about uh John Belushi. Is it balusia Belushi? Uh and Jack Nicholson? Uh about John Belushia. Uh let's see. I don't know who John Belushi I was like John Belushi. No, it's Belushia. And Jack Nicholson, here's a trailer. Okay. Okay. I'll have to I'll have to uh watch that. I'll have to watch that. Interesting. That's uh, that's intriguing. But yeah, I'll watch that. I'll watch that tonight. Uh, Devon Wooter. Dave, another question is uh, way back in 2018. You was uh, amazing at Aquaman reach a uh, uh, billion dollars. Do you think studios will make their own water movie because of it? I mean, uh, Avatar's coming out. We're going to have a namer. So, yeah, I mean, it's gonna, there's going to be some, some of that. EVM, do you think the Cyborg movie could still be made as the cornerstone for the return of the Snyderverse or the character will never come back in the movies? Depends on if Ray Fisher gets an apology. Dave, so much. Look at your background. Ah, oops. I forgot to change my background. Oh, well. It's fine i totally forgot to change the background it's okay it happens what's in the box i thought i did change it oh well anyways Ronak, what's up dave i'm surprised we didn't get much details about batman 2 along with the singing uh news but it's still a w for everyone except for Mikey. (laughs) by the way since you are uh, into space nasa recently released audio from an actual black hole you definitely check it out i did check it out it's very freaky EVM again. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that Green Lantern show is on risk of uh, never being made into HBO Plus and into HBO Plus? Um, I mean, I don't know. I still don't think it is. More questions to you, to you Dave. Do you uh, wish to see the Rock face to face in the world premiere of Black Adam? Like me, face to face with him? I might have to stand on a chair or two. Somebody or get on someone's shoulders. Uh, Joseph. Hey Dave, with the air cut presumably being so cheap to finish, could the option to premiere it on HBO like one of their TV movies, i.e. Fahrenheit 451 and Deadwood possible since Zaslav seems to like the channel more than he does IMAX. Yeah, I mean if any if it does show up, it's not going to show up in theaters, it'll show up um, it'll definitely show up on HBO Max, try to boost some of those numbers. Uh, I wonder if the air cut would. Uh, this is Sam. I wonder if the air cut would just be a director's cut. Remember, they had to do a lot of expensive new contracts for jail because it was such a different project to the theatrical. With air with the air cut being practically the same runtime, Zazie might be able to do it on the cheap. Yes, and I think David Ayer knows this because there's no. He keeps on saying that there's no additional photography. That's the main thing. No additional photography. But, uh, yeah, they got to figure that one out. EVM, do you think Matt Reeves will retire after the Batman 2? No. No, definitely not. He's still got Batman 3 and whatever else he wants to do. Soup's Kenobi, even if Walter leaves WBD, please God, Ray won't be in the flash. He said that he will never star in a movie with his name attached. True that. But, man, wouldn't it be awesome if WBD decided to be like, hey, wait a minute, After Hours Media, get the— Get the Batgirl directors on the stream. That'd be sweet. I'd talk to those guys on the Vodka stream. Absolutely. Ryan, can we get released uh, the air cutter? already? I know. Well, we're going to talk about some more air cut stuff tomorrow. Skylar, why not delete Justice League? Because they're still trying to make as much money on it. And, you know, a lot of people are curious. A lot of people who didn't watch it and maybe watch Zack Snyder's Justice League and go, that was crazy. What was the theatrical like? They could still go watch that piece of shit. That shit stain in cinema, and then finally Devon Dave. I have a question for you. What is your worst movies of all time? For me, it's Spider Man Three and X Men Three and the Cats. That mood uh, with a piece of shit. Um, worst movies. I mean, there's always a lot. There's a lot of those. There definitely is. But uh, damn it, I can't believe I forgot to change the the background. It happens though. Um, I know. I need like a special messaging. I need, like, a special messaging from anybody who notices that so then I can be notified real quick because I, I thought I changed it, but, you know, it happens. But anyways, guys, all right. So um, that's pretty much it when it comes to the show. Make sure you guys uh, smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Do all that. If you want to become a member, hit the join button. We do a members-only stream, post-show stream every Wednesday, so tomorrow we'll do that. Follow me on all the stuff that's around here. It's all the links provided down below, the Patreon, everything right there. Please uh, do it, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. You guys are awesome. I love you, and I will talk to you later. What?